0: And we are live.
1: Good afternoon, and welcome to the second episode of Skip Pass. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day to all the Irish peeps out there. Yeah. I am sure the Guinness um, is tasting a little bit flat this morning. <laughs> oh, today.
0: Today, yeah, after, yeah,
1: yeah. After the last in Cardiff last night.
0: So to be clear for everyone, we have had some gremlins in the system. So we are—you're not in the matrix. We are live again. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, that that Guinness must be tasting flat. And we had mentioned a bit earlier, but but you you probably are feeling a little bit like most of the Welsh fans uh, this morning. What you you had a pretty decent evening last night? I
1: did. I had a I had a wedding yesterday, and I had a bachelorette last night. So
0: and did the wife, did the bride say yes? Yeah, she did. Oh, okay. She did. She did say yes. That's a bit of a boring wedding.
1: <laughs> yeah, no one ran away. Uh, yeah, it goes to. ESCOM did influence it a little bit. There was load shedding during the ceremony, so.
0: So it didn't stop?
1: No, it didn't stop them.
0: It would be great if uh, w- that happens one day and then the wife says, no, no, no. No, I, yeah, this I,
1: is not it. I'd, I'd want it to be perfect. I'm yeah, going. We're, we're not getting it, married today. We, we have to do it next year
0: because this was my grandfather's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I need that to happen.
1: <laughs> I'll organise it on my wedding. Yeah, okay.
0: uh, uh, on when it's stage four load shedding, Yes. you need to have your wedding. And you must know the time for t- Talbache or wherever you'll get married. By
1: the time I get married, we'll probably be on stage ten load shedding anyway. So oh. I don't think we have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you,
0: you you are already in your advanced years. By the time you do get married, we probably won't even have a lipsticks. Listen, I'm not
1: here. even going to try a fight with you on that today because I am feeling... So old, oh, yeah, no, you
0: are. Geez. What midnight, eh?
1: But I was, yeah, Jeez. <laughs> yeah
0: not at your age. I'm sorry, Bodhi, not at your age.
1: But I must tell you, I don't think my party was half as wild as the party that was happening in Cardiff. And I would also tell you, I can, I would have given anything to be at the Principality Stadium yesterday. Yeah, oh, that was wild. Oh, it was absolutely wild.
0: That was wild. That was yeah. wild, um,
1: even in the pouring rain. <laughs> Wouldn't have minded being there.
0: <laughs> with the open room. No, no. Look, Wales are unbelievable. Yeah. The um the the defense is is just that's what's unbelievable to me.
1: Yeah, I don't. Like, I mean, they're not a great attacking side. They've mm. only scored ten tries in the entire in the entire Six in Nations. Five games. Yeah, only ten. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but they did keep Ireland till with no points right up until the last well right up until the eightieth minute, and then Ireland only scored in this 82nd minute i think incredible it's incredible yeah, So yeah. the defense is just something else um i think it was so stupid of Ireland to keep the roof open i don't know <laughs> yeah why why would they have done that
0: and they had the choice they did yeah you can choose to close the roof both teams have to agree
1: yeah wells wanted the roof to be closed Yeah, so it was on ireland and they said they wanted it open so especially with their um, set pieces i don't understand
0: it makes no sense because, the, the, like, the set piece is their strength, you yep. know? So you, you'd want solid ground for scrums and, I mean, your boy at, at, at hooker there. <laughs> what is the guy doing? He, Rory Best is, he it's is no one best. of the worst Lionheart uh, throwers I've ever seen since Malcolm Marx, And Malcolm Marx <laughs> is the worst I've seen in forever. In hashtag...
1: <laughs> no, Malcolm
0: Marx is terrible. But yeah, Rory, let's not
1: go there today. <laughs> Shame for guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I must just say, I think this was a perfect tournament for Wales. Yeah. Um, in their first, in their opening game, they were 16-0 down to France. Yeah. And they probably had one of the best comebacks in the history of the game. Yeah. Um, to come back and win 25-19. And why are
0: you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Keep talking to me,
1: Um. So, I mean, that is just... And then they just built on that and they beat England. Yeah. And then... Um, and then beating Ireland. I mean, you can't have anything better.
0: No, you can't. And um, I think
1: to top it all, they have now kicked Ireland out of their number two spot on the world rankings. Yeah. So now no- Wales is number two. Whether, I think two years ago, they were still in eighth position. So whatever has happened since then, whatever Gatlin's been doing, um, and I hope he can build on this for the World Cup. Realistically, um, do
0: you think uh, Wales are the same best team in the world? Like, if we're being real.
1: No, probably not. Yeah. Um, I just think I almost get this feeling that you know, like that camaraderie we had in South Africa with the Springboks in '95 World Cup. Yeah. They weren't necessarily the best team, they weren't the best players, but just for some other reason, they just worked, and they just had the heart to really play rugby. Right and I kind of feel like that's what's happening at Wales at the moment.
0: No, 100. percent. I'd have to agree with you, Vodia. Yeah. But, and and defense wins tournaments. That's what, like especially big tournaments. It, it really does, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, y- yeah. y- you know, because. At that level, it gets tight. You don't win quarterfinals, semifinals. You no. can blow teams out in the group stage, but you're not going to win unless you're All Blacks beating France. But you're not going to, you, you're not no. regularly, especially now, rugby's really professional, right? Everyone's like, it's, especially the Northern Hemisphere teams, I mm. think. The All Blacks are anomaly. They do their own thing. Yeah,
1: no, I don't think you can put them in the same.
0: Yeah, but for the rest of the teams, I think, you know, Wales, as boring as they are, the Warren balls the most boring thing in the world. It's so boring. Oh my goodness, I like oh geez, like it's boring stuff. I, I can't handle watching. I can barely stand Northern Hemisphere rugby, but Wales are another level. Yeah. Four. but that's how you win
1: World Cups. That is, and and their road to the World Cup. I think they're in the, they're in a group with Australia, um. So i think they have probably top, come out top of their group.
0: Well, Australia uh, are back these Australian teams, but nah. so, you, so you think Wales top of the group? Yeah, it's not a bad shout. And then
1: I think they will get um, France in the quarterfinal, and then Ireland in the semi-final, which is going to be a really hard one. So they would not have an easy road. So are you writing the, the Springboks off?
0: <laughs> okay, we'll 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 get to that. But listen, some of the game <laughs> yesterday, with the, I mean, to me, it was super was super interesting. Like you're looking at how clinical Wales are, you know. It yeah. almost it almost reminds you of what Ireland were last year, yeah. The but the it, two last two years, yeah,
1: and also just I think uh, the Welsh, their discipline, yeah. just the patience that they have to just put up um, the racks and like keep it, keep it very, they're keeping it very simple, yeah, yeah, and yeah, very basic, and they play to their strengths, and that's what I love about the Welsh team. They know what they can do, they know where they can go, and 100%. that's what they that's what they keep doing. Um, but they again, just their defense is just. Something else. Their pack is incredible.
0: It's insane. I mean, they, they were dominating the scrums, everybody. Yeah. On on Irish ball, it looked like it was it's almost like it was almost like a guaranteed penalty. For,
1: yeah. No, it was, it was crazy. And what I also loved about the team is, I mean, and North went off quite early in the game with an injury, unfortunately. Yeah. And when bigger came on, and just how easy it was, just for everyone to slot in into different positions, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like the Welsh team is quite set on starting Mm-hmm. Um, I think he probably brings them a little bit more in attack, yep. um, and then later in the game they're bringing on bigger. I'm a bigger fan, so um, he's also more good looking than Anskim. No, it, I, I mean, but, um, uh, but bringing him on a bit more cool-headed, and he can really take the team through to yeah, to yeah. win. But just I love the way that they just slotted in Anskim on 15, bigger on 10. It it really just worked, um, and when bigger comes on, he really just changes. There's just a change in the whole team when he comes on. I feel it's almost like they just have a little bit of a like a calming effect on the rest of them. He's like he's in charge and he yeah. can do it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I I love I, I loved it. Not exciting. Yeah. But it's just I just and I think Gatland, I mean, it was a perfect end to a great run for him at at the Wales. Oh at Wales. Yeah. Um He's got three grand slams. The only guy ever to do it. Ever? any questions? Like, no yeah. one else has been able to do it. Um, and four Six Nations titles. That'll do. So, so imagine if you can just top it with the World Cup. It would, oh, it would be absolutely amazing. Wales, is
0: first, oh man, they—I they, yeah. mean—they love rugby in Wales, like
1: absolutely. You
0: know, they love they love Tom Jones and they love <laughs> rugby in Wales. Having visited there, that, he, seriously, he gets a knighthood. He yeah. does. He does that. That's knighthood. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I was just really surprised how easily Wales beat Ireland. I don't know what's going on in the Irish team, but I don't. I think it could be their confidence. Yep. Um, they definitely have some mental issues there that it's, I, I don't, yeah. Joe is definitely going to have to go back to the drawing board before the World Cup and figure out what is going on. The halfbacks were really struggling. Yeah. Um, kicking the ball out on the it was It was just, it really, had probably the worst game that Ireland has played. Yeah. And any mistake that could have been made, they made. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from the Welsh, Welsh side. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they did put the pressure on them that they made the mistake. Yeah. But even Sexton, I think it was the worst game that I've seen him play. Um, Yeah. Uh,
0: And and that's a great point you're making because I think a lot of people don't give credit to something in sport. Anybody who's competed, you know, um, when you're the favorite that changes mm. things. Mm. And, you know, this is credit to the All Blacks over the last eight years. You, you, you know, a lot of people go, oh, well, they just keep turning up and winning. Yeah. But, you, you know, the type of pressure to be the best in, I mean, these Absolutely. guys are in the 1% of the 1%. Absolutely. And now Ireland are finding out what that weight is like. Because now yeah. you're not just playing to compete in a rugby game. is You need yeah. to motivate yourself to, to hit 100% every game every. and more. And you're expected to. Yeah. You know, it's very different when you have to get up for a game. That's when those great guys, yeah. you, you, you know, those great guys that are able to find the 100% more often than the rest. That's what makes the All Blacks so great. Yeah. Now, Ireland are finding out that weight
1: yeah, it's not, not easy it's to carry. not easy to carry you know, at
0: all. That, I always say to people, there's one thing that changes everything in the world. It's called expectation. Yeah. And my man's just one world player of the year, Jonathan <laughs> Sexton. And he has, yeah. I, I don't think he's seen a, a season this bad. No. So it could be to do with that, Vodi, as well. You, you're making a great point. Yeah. And, and to, to, you said something brilliant just now, I think, the, 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 how disciplined they were. Yeah. I just wanted to go back to that, how disciplined Wales are. I mean, if you had a look at the ruck numbers, you know, uh, Ireland had created 100 rucks in the game. Wales created 45. So that gives you an indication of that's more than double. Yeah. So, uh, and that and tells didn't... you how much Wales were defending.
1: Defending and then not giving away any penalties. Exactly. And if you look at the territory and possession, I mean, it was so much in Ireland's favour yesterday. So the fact that they didn't give away any penalties um, in a kickable... um, Ireland
0: had 60% of the ball and 62% of the game was played in Wales territory.
1: And, and they, didn't they didn't give away any penalties. So that, that that's absolutely incredible. So there's a lot to me about, um, about Jones. I think he's a brilliant captain. Um, really, he's, he's lifted up this team amazingly well. Yep. Um, but I think w- Wales have got a recipe that works. Um, like I said earlier, playing ants can bring him big on. I mean, that's worked for them against Australia, South Africa, France, yep. against England, now against Ireland again. So why change something that works? Like yeah. If it's not broken, don't amend it. So I think this is... I think this is what we can expect from them in the World Cup. Um, I don't think they're going to change much at all
0: and, and what do you think of um at the end um i
1: I don't know if it's going to be his last six nations yep. game necessarily. um He's definitely going to stop coaching. He's just not going to be at the Wales at Wales anymore
0: so what are you saying there
1: okay, maybe he will go to New Zealand they're going to need a new coach yeah. at the end of the uh, after the World Cup yeah um. I don't like. He's obviously a very big favorite for the British Irish Lions to it, but I don't think he'll be it again. I think they want to bring someone else in, probably Hansen. I think Hansen. I yeah. think he's probably the favorite to come in. Yeah. Um. But I wouldn't be surprised if Gatlin goes back to New Zealand.
0: So, so to coach the All Blacks. Yeah. You, you know, I as much as I think that's what might happen. Can I tell you that the best coach? I haven't seen a Crusaders team this good. Since the Richie McCaw, oh, no way. Leon yeah. McDonald, yeah, yeah, Aaron Major, I haven't, I haven't seen a team like this because that Scott Robertson is an incredible coach. He is, and he can and he can do the wheel. Have you seen him do the uh, his break <laughs> He can do the worm.
1: So <laughs> it would be really interesting to see what New Zealand is going to do One, um, getting a new captain. Who they're going to pick as a new captain, and then to the coach. And I think definitely that's something we can discuss. In another episode. Yeah, um, no, no, for sure. So you, so you, you say yeah, Hansen, you reckon? I think, I think Hansen would be probably be taking over the British Irish, Irish line. Yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, I mean, he did an incredible.
0: Job. He did an incredible job uh, uh, yeah. last time. And you, you keep making such great points, really I never thought I'd say this to you. But <laughs> you know, you keep making such great points again about that discipline. I keep thinking back to it, and I, I just, I was looking at, you know, Wales forced twenty turnovers. Yeah. And Ireland only forced eight. That and that's with half the ball, yeah. less than half of the ball that Wales had. Yeah. They still forced uh, more than twice the turnovers. That, that lets you know, like, how disciplined everybody knows. You, yeah. you know, in rugby, they call it alignment. You see, the All Blacks beat everybody, everybody thinks it's the skills, but mm-hmm. you know, with the All Blacks, it always feels like everybody's in the right place, and people go, Oh, that's weird. It, it, it's, yeah. it's not by mistake, it's called alignment. When, when you know. You, you know, props can be in the centre position, but he knows where to be. And, and yeah. I think you saw an element of that, especially on defence. Yeah. You, you, you know, you see, you see locks and props in midfield and no problem. Yeah. T- tacti- tactically and technically, they're in the right place. Yeah. I think Gatlin's it, coached that. Yeah,
1: but again, it, it comes down to the coaching. Yeah. Just knowing what you need to do. And again, just keeping it simple. Not trying to yeah. do anything yeah. spectacular or extravagant. You just, you know where you need to be. And just slotting in into those positions yeah so you're saying um, so for me it's like i always said that new zealand can literally just throw the ball in the air yeah. and there will always be two two guys that are going to catch it yeah. yeah yeah and that just makes it so easy that's why the offloads are so much better that's why they they you can create space yeah um but yeah so i definitely like i would i would be very interested to see what Wales is going to do coming you're know, going forward into this World Cup. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's gonna that's gonna be awesome. Speaking of uh, that, Vodi cycled tour <laughs> last week. So you're a cyclist now, by the way, uh, folks. If you haven't heard the news? Uh, Vodi is officially a cyclist now.
1: I would not call myself. A it's cyclist. official. You know, Mum. I phoned my mother after the cycle tour, and I was like, "Oh, this is so boring." Yeah. And she says, "You know, you do routes every single time after you cycled." Yeah. How many have you this done? This is exactly. This is my second second cycle tour. <laughs> But in between that, I haven't cycled for eight years. Oh wow! So the first time I got onto my bike for the cycle tour, was cycling from my house yeah. to the start of the cycle tour. When I arrived there, people are like, "Everything is so brand new." I <laughs> literally I bought this shirt yesterday. <laughs> so was like, as long as I look the part, yeah. that, that's most yeah. But cycling is so boring. By the way, folks, this is coming from a former SA <laughs> uh, a biathlete. Eh? Yeah, she's a former South African biathlete. <laughs> I literally feel like, give me running and swimming any day. Really? Yeah? Oh, I would run for six hours, but no, not cycle. I literally feel like the only thing I got from the cycle tour was a sore butt and a terrible tan. <laughs> and 1,500 vitality points, at least. Yeah, 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 No, no, no. So because I'll be getting a few more smoothies.
0: What's your favorite smoothie
1: flavor? I um, like the blueberry reefer
0: i knew. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Probably not. Yeah. Um, Not that guy. But I must also be honest. I would much rather sit on a bike for six hours than watch freaking South African rugby. I I cannot. It is so boring. It's like watching sumo wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no better comparison. It's uh, what I don't understand
0: is that how are we going backwards? (laughs) Our players are less skilled now. Or, or no, I don't know it's we've the got coaching.
1: Great, No, we've got great players. players. It's the coaching. It's the coaching. Like,
0: how are we going backwards structurally?
1: No. So, you know, so I, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of rugby yesterday because of the wedding. I was literally streaming the, oh, yeah, the, no, Wales, no. <laughs> the Wales game uh, on my phone under the table uh,
0: yeah. at the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's, who's this lady streaming? Yeah,
1: like, this is just chick streaming. because yeah,
0: uh, you know how the world we live in, usually <laughs> that's the guys. Uh, Annoying his yeah. wife,
1: but yeah. he has this. Yeah, I know. What, what is this chick doing? Yeah. Well, at least like, look, the guys are sitting next to me, like it was a dry wedding. Yeah. they smuggled like, alcohol in. You, can, you have an app now where you can order alcohol, like Order In or Uber Eats or whatever? You so it's
0: like an Uber for alcohol. Yeah. And do, do they have a closing time?
1: I, I don't know, I've never used it. I, this is incredible. And then anyway, so they were like pouring like gin and tonics on to the table. But then it was just why a dry people, wedding, yeah. yeah and yeah. then people down the table realised what we were doing, and they're like uh,
0: <laughs> that. At this <a> conservative wedding. <laughs> yeah, was like so a pastor.
1: Yeah, 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 proper. What do you call it? Adwimini.
0: A, going don't, a, woman. a woman. <laughs>
1: yeah. so I don't think my my um, streaming that I was the worst thing that happened. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, guys, I was sneaking into a conservative wedding. Uh, guys, at the you, church. You got at, at the, the church. Camp. Yeah. In the church, oh, yeah, yeah, like in the church hall, like literally,
1: (laughs) Um, Ah. but not even just the right. How boring is the commentator? (laughs) Literally, my TV froze. My TV, this is how boring it was. Like when I go over to the Wales Scotland game, I think it was fine, but between the Bulls and Sharks game last week, my TV literally froze.
0: Do you know what it is? Is that they've got the same commentators that were on. Four hundred and (laughs) eighty thousand years ago, because
1: can we just ask Corsa commentary?
0: Yeah, the closer guys are at least you know what.
1: Sometimes it's exciting.
0: Did you you know you know the thing that we've forgotten in South Africa is it's sports entertainment. So So and the commentators you know very well. There's a reason why the Australian guys are so popular. You know the the motto and you know the Irish guys. guys. Yeah, there's a vibe. There's a passion. Our guys, first of all, seriously, Vodi, I'm not being funny. I think there's a term called long in the tooth. You know, the guys, they've just been there so long that it, you can hear that for them it's just picking up another paycheck. Yes. You know, when I watch the Varsity Cup guys, uh, the commentary it for, is so for, for, for those exciting. guys. I mean, like, um, yeah, well, let's uh, it's not call any names. But anyway, I, I love the commentator for Varsity Cup. Yeah. Because the guy's clearly young, he loves rugby. And he's excited to be around. It. And like
1: Jesse, just brings a different image Yeah. To the so end. these
0: guys, are there, like, what the guys that are there? Seriously, some of them have been there 20, 25 right. years. So what is there that they haven't seen? So for them, it's just turning up again. Yeah. And like, at, even if you want to keep these guys, okay, like I understand it's let's face it, it's still a boys' club. But bringing young guys to kind of bounce
1: off these yes. guys,
0: like people are paying
1: a thousand rand a month.
0: To be able to watch right yeah like give them something
1: no it really i don't know it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous it's really boring and Is then it? and then watching these guys play it's so i mean you and i both know how we feel about Dwayne Camilla, but, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. um watching him play last week it was just then you have him up against dan and Dupre, who's this young like funky cool like if you even look at the numbers um just how many meters Dan is run, carrying the ball, everything. Yeah. Dwayne is great when he is at the breakdown, Yeah. but the times that he's actually at the breakdown because it's too <laughs> flippin' slow to get there. Yeah. So you can't get there. And it, it just, But they keep just sticking to it. And then when he picks up the ball, he like runs up one meter and he just falls. If someone tackles him or not, he's just going to fall. <laughs> um. So I... <laughs>
0: no, it gets to you. I, I'm
1: and then we have these really exciting youngsters coming through but we're not giving them any opportunities but we're just... I think maybe it's just South African rugby is just scared to make a change. Um, and it's because we've had these guys at the top who have been there for hundreds of years. Yeah, literally. Um, just let them all go. And this is what's interesting. We're now we're happening at the Bulls. Yeah. With Zondag coming out and saying, guys, this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to like it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's hectic letting 100, 100 players. Yeah, I mean, 100, 100
0: lads go out there. That's uh, that's
1: So them off the book. So now, you know... I feel very sorry for these youngsters, yes. um, don't know where they're going to go, but um, hopefully there's a plan for them. But he just comes out He says, this is what, this is what we need to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What, do, what do you think?
0: Well, first of all, for the players, you, you know, this thing in society that we, we must feel sorry for the rugby players, do you feel sorry for a surgeon when they don't get into you? Into, so no, yeah. like elite sport is an elite place. Not everybody gets, this no, is
1: a I think if they've been promised something, the guys have been promised something, and yeah. now they're go, that's what I feel sorry for them for. Because they kind of have this idea, this is what we're going to do. With the new guys coming in now, I think if the Bulls sign one or two players.
0: Well, Zondag, interestingly said, he, 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 he doesn't intend to sign any school players yeah. next year. And I loved, I loved some of the things he was saying, even to, to touch on your first point, uh, uh, Zondach for, uh, for those people that don't know, Alan Zond- uh, uh, yeah. uh, Zondag is, he's the director of rugby at the, so Bulls. the Bulls, and yeah. what he said was, each and every guy that the Bulls let go, because, y- you know, South African rugby players are loved everywhere. We're great athletes. You can work with that. Most of our guys are phenomenal athletes. And let's face it, our school's rugby is probably the most professional in the world. Um, so i Maybe. Our, maybe?
1: I don't know. I just think the system that they have in New Zealand is better than the system we have here. I think it might be professional, yeah. but it doesn't mean that it is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing because we don't have a proper system in place. No, uh, so, so I, I think you just have to separate those two things, being professional and yeah. having a system where these players actually come through. Well, so what I mean is
0: our guys are playing at close to a professional level in schools more than anywhere else in the world just because yeah. of the number of schools we have yeah. that are serious about rugby. So in New Zealand, there's a few elite schools and they're having a bit of a problem now with those schools buying players, yeah. which happens in South Africa as well. But yeah, here, what, what's great about South Africa is, first of all, we have too many rugby players in South Africa. Our population is still large, but, but we have so many uh, of these elite schools spread over uh, the country that, you know, when you look at them just in the Northern Hemisphere, you think, St. John's, Afis, mm-hmm. uh, Waterkloof. Think of these schools, these are, yeah. these are, so these young men in South Africa come out at 18, 19, no other country has this, because remember in the UK, Sport isn't like this, there's, no. there's a few, what happens is it's club sport for public people, and then in the private schools, and there aren't that many yeah. private schools, remember cricket's huge there. Yeah. So um, in the private schools, it's not like here where rugby is the winter sport a- 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 at this level. So our our athletes, our rugby players, when they get to 18, 19, I believe, physically and just having played intensity of rugby, they're more ready than anybody else, which is why we're, so, we're capable of churning out guys and then they go to Europe, and you and he's not going to have to get in the box team, and, and you go. Yeah. You know. So so th- that's just my thoughts. Is that. I love what the Bulls are doing, and
1: I, I feel nothing I feel um, nothing for the players. Do, no, I do. I, I think we're going to be losing a lot of great talent mm. from South Africa because yeah. of that. A lot of guys don't peak at 17 uh, or 18, that's a great point. or 16, 17, 18, when these scouts are looking at who we're going to sign. That's a great point. So now we're going to lose, so we're going to have great players, but yeah. we're not going to have the best players in the country anymore. And what, do, you, do you think that's because of money, or
0: do you think we're just losing the talent? The
1: um, I definitely think money plays a massive role yeah. Um, I don't think the money is getting distributed properly yeah, in yeah. South Africa mm. so if I'm a youngster and I don't get signed at 18 or 19 what are you going to do? I'm with you I, I, would, I would go overseas and that's why I like the scrapping the 30 cap rule that we spoke about last week yeah. because these players can still come back if you do see them performing amazingly well overseas yep. at the club overseas why not bring them back? why not let them play for us? We can't afford to have them here. We kind of af- money-wise, we can't afford to have them. Yeah, him. yeah. But we can still have that talent in us being our Springbok team. So that's a. It's a I mean, it's a. But then also, I think this is whole other thing. where now. When are the players going to start using drugs and steroids and things because they want to be seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that brings in a whole different dynamic. And again, we'll, so we'll talk about
0: that. It, it an endemic that's a
1: look, look, problem. a problem. School on the
0: Bulls side. Like, just to go back or to, to to the topic is, I feel nothing for the Bulls. Because they were the first problem in this country, yeah. starting, I, I remember back in my school days, 2004, they, they were, really, there was a stage not too long ago, and I don't think it would have been the first time that they did it. Do people know that the Bulls drafted, for their under-19 team, so this was not even for the super, not even for the Voter Cup, Com Cup team, it was for the under-19, they drafted the entire junior, baby Bok team into their under nineteen. So I forget if it got so imagine Francois Dane had been part of it. Yeah. So Francois Dane would have gone there and and, then p- and there. played under nineteen really. Yeah. That's what they did. They took the entire they took that it was it was Polardier. yeah.
1: Yes. And I'm I'm Polardier. okay with the players then playing under nineteen. But the whole so, But now but now how yeah. who are you playing against? So how are you developing I'm players again? So and now but now also the under nineteen competition has fallen away. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to get development through? So you have to have a system where guys are coming from school level into more professional level, yep. going into the very. And that's also what happens in New Zealand. You can't just all of a sudden walk into the national team. You have to prove yourself. Even if you get injured or you, or they tell you to take a sabbatical, you still have to work yourself back up. percent. So now here we have this youngster who's 19. I'm going to use front, front standards and stuff. You're 19 and you walk straight into the spring work. But he's a special He was was amazing Anomaly But but it's not going to happen with everyone We've got so many youngsters Like Damien Willemsen He would be a brilliant, brilliant rugby player Imagine if we sent him to New Zealand To play there for a season Sure He would come back And probably be the best number 10 We've had in this country 100%. but we don't but he goes get get chance to play
0: and he's playing like full back that they're gonna
1: exactly. they're making me utility back they don't even get me started on utility back <laughs> but playing down his position let him specialize in the position he needs to be in
0: we've ruined so many players we've now. ruined
1: so many players and there's so many players that because of that had to leave to go play overseas but we'll come back to that so i want to keep
0: talking about what you're saying yeah. about the, the the bulls thing i think you know with the scrapping of the uh, under 19. yeah I, I've got th- there's a very simple solution just make Varsity Cup, right? So my Max solution yeah. is under 19. So, so if you're playing in Varsity Cup, what, nobody above the age of 21 should be allowed to play Varsity Cup. Yeah. If you are above the age of 21 though, and you are playing for a team, you have to have an undergrad. You have, you have to have graduated mm-hmm. the previous year. From right? that university. From that university. I don't want a, yeah. a guy from up north in, uh, in Tswane at uh, Tuane University or whatever, or, or Ducks coming to UCT and he's 21. Yeah. No, 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 that doesn't work. So we must make it fully professional because that does one thing, right? Then we dedicate all of our energy and naturally all of our best young players go, if I want to stay in South stay Africa, in at least now, because right now, young players don't know where to go, right, it's, it's like, let me go to the Bulls, let me go here. Whereas, you know, in, in college, in, in, in the NFL, the young players know what to do. There's five or six schools, you go to Alabama, you go to Texas, uh, you go to Clemson, you go to all of the uh, USC, there's certain schools, you know, if I go there, I'm going through. So yeah. once we, once we so, so for me, cap the number, if you're older than 21, re- you really shouldn't be playing varsity Cup rugby anymore.
1: You know, and also then, the unions don't have to carry that weight of paying these players because the university will be paying them. So it also takes that financial burden off the unions to, to cover the cost. Because I think also in, in Pretoria with the Bulls, there were only twenty eight players that was actually playing through the through the university. Yeah. And the rest of it all had to come out of the bulls yeah. pockets. Yeah. So I, I completely agree with you. I think but there needs to be a feeding system. Make we it professional. losing professional make it professional but we don't we're not gonna have a feeding system if we keep taking all of these things. So I think what is also happening is that we keep having all these great ideas and people just do it without thinking of the consequences afterwards. Yeah. So now the under nineteen system has fallen away. But what now? What but what about the youngsters? We're not creating a different space for them to play somewhere. Yeah. So I agree that it needs to happen, but just have a plan. Yeah. So, so and, and that's why and that's what that's you asked me point. earlier about the money. So I don't I do think we have the money in this country. Yeah. But it's not getting distributed in the right way. I'm with you. It's not going to the players where it should be going. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem is management and it's coaching. Awful. It's awful. There's absolutely no proper management and coaching in this country. The talent we have amazing talent. We really do. But if you have amazing talent with a great system, yeah, we're going to be unbeatable.
0: System beats individuals. Johanna. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree. But I think you, you, you know uh, one thing that's happened, and I think the the, the the global North teams are starting to catch up for a reason. Yeah, and the All Blacks are ahead for a reason. Yeah, yeah. they're professional. Yeah, you, you know you look at how they are they, starting to run. Uh, Joe Joe Smith's No matter what you think, Gatlin. He took that new zealand approach both guys Mm -hmm. have gone copy paste you know ireland is the only country uh, that i'm aware of in the world where it's literally in the coaches contracts that they may not pick a guy if joe smith says he must rest on this week yeah. Not even in New Zealand. A lot of people think in New Zealand it's written, but actually in New Zealand it's just agreed it's by changing, yeah, It's
1: changing a little bit now. Yeah. A lot of these players are choosing when they want to play.
0: Exactly. We're, we're, we're because it's not written. But in yeah. Ireland that couldn't that's happen. True. So in South Africa, what's happened I think is the players have become more professional than the administration. Yeah. And you've you, I, I mean, what's the saying? You can't have the prisoners running the asylum. Yes. And that's it. the players are more professional than the people administrating them which is why it's 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 a mess. Yeah. And and South African rugby I don't know how many times we're going to have to say this. Get it together. So like it's 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 not about these indi- these powerful individuals with money and you know the the money thing is there's plenty of money in this country but people with money they don't take their money where they can see people on CBS. No. And there's lots of rich people here. I yeah. live in the Western Cape. billionaires I mean, what
1: was doing at Western, yeah. Western Province, they want to be part of it. These are the people that watch rugby. 100%. They want to be part of the system. 100%. But they, I'm not going to go put my money into a company if I know the company's just going to fail. And, so, and I
0: hear you. And, yeah. and I think for, guys, for these types of powerful guys, when, you, when you're a billionaire, these guys, right, I don't care how much money you have. There's one thing a man with money hates to do. Is to let, let his money go down the yeah. drain, and, and they wouldn't. Yeah. I, I think these top guys, these really, these powerful billionaires, they wouldn't even be really saying become a, a profit-making entity. Just be serious. Yeah. That's all they want. And South African sport is maybe the least. It, it's amateur, it, It's you know amateur's too kind. Yeah. It, it's it's a joke. We still have the same power structures and administration systems that we had in 1911. Yeah. Voting. And even if you look
1: at the way they're playing, look. Like we said earlier, the Welsh Timborelli oh. plays boring rugby. Oh. But at least they're winning. They're really boring. We are playing c- like ridiculously boring rugby in South Africa, but we're not even winning. But like be conservative. Play that way if you want to play that way.
0: But yeah. at least just
1: win. At least just figure out a way to win. And we, we're not able to do that. And it's not because of the players. We have got great talent in this country. 100%. And if you look at the youngsters, like again, the youngsters coming through. Like the way that Roscoe is running. Oh. Classic. Ooh. I mean, we can talk about this again, but I've always said the backline players have to play a season of sevens. It just lets you see the game completely differently. And yeah. it helps you to get out of very tight positions and moving in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guys are very flat. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Our, in our backline, I mean, we've got great, fast, athletic guys. Look at look Tlaan. At yeah. At oh, what a play. I, again.
0: What a play. But we're
1: not playing them. So where where's and this I think is also coming in where a lot of the players are actually above the management. So they're no, we're going to be playing. Yeah. All these players are yeah, going to be you, playing. Got you. Got you. Um, so after this World Cup, I think we kind of given up on this World Cup. After this World Cup, they need to get these youngsters in. No. And have them in the system and have yeah. them play. In. Have a system. The thing but is, the what system? The biggest thing is just the, this a not a most because guys it's just like oh he's good but but in mean, yeah like you, you
0: know the reason I, I think making varsity more professional would also be help is you also allow the guys characters to develop yes. and, you know, a big part of, of sport is it's not just about the playing is you the, then when, when you pull talent you then get to teach the talent Here's the standard guys. Yeah. Here's what you can't say in public. Here's media training. Here's but what I you don't co- have that because the, they're
1: part of a university. At least they're also studying something. Yeah, so the, there's like a thing, like there's just more to it.
0: Yeah, and you learn to interact with other people. Exactly. How to, and, and the great thing about South Africa, the multicultural so so you yeah. really get to develop as a human being, yeah. Besides the sports thing. And yeah, you, you know, this is a huge part we miss out that, that the American colleges try their best yeah. to do it's not just about the sport. Yes. If you develop the character of the person as well. So then when they become famous, you see how many, uh, I mean, it may not mm. come out, but you see how many of our, our sportsmen get themselves in trouble. Some of it may not make yeah. the media, but it's because the character isn't there. Yeah. But we don't have the structure for them. Yeah. These, these are young men, and you you want to pay them two million rand a year? What would you what do at 19? Exactly. What would you do at 21 with a million, three million, four million rand a year? Definitely. You know, so, so I think you've you, you really nailed it to, to, to kind of finish uh, finish this yeah. kind of point off of i i, I love zonda and, and the way yeah. he was talking he said they're going to have a plan they're not going to have 15 guys for a position anymore yes. he said if we need five or six in a position he's going to now find a place for these hundred guys so anybody who is going from the bulls mm. they're not just chucking them out yeah. he said they're going to go and interact with guys because everybody wants players he's going to talk to teams overseas he'll talk to yeah. other unions and place these guys. So, so we must be. They, they, he's not just chucking the hundred yeah. that they're cutting. Everybody will be moved if they want Somewhere. to continue with rugby. It may be at a lower level overseas or here. Yeah. But you will be, uh, with uh, which I think is awesome, because yeah. uh, he, he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, it's a waste of his time. And, listen, no, it's and it's sport.
1: great. I think it's really great that he's doing that. But so. there's a
0: there's a pattern, isn't there, in South African sport? Yeah. Uh, the lines were broke last uh, in uh, less than five years ago. And Louis Late. we know yeah. we know that that mess. I
1: know the the richest union in South Africa is doing this, so it's going. I yeah, think. Uh, no, yeah. I mean,
0: Rupert bailed out the
1: Stormers recently. I mean, they just messed that up again. So. And then John Smith was the
0: CEO <laughs> of the Sharks, like. Is that it? one of the biggest sports brands, rugby right, yeah. sports brands in the world? And you okay, ma- Just because yeah. my just mate, oh, yeah. mate John used to draw for the Springboks. It's you a joke! That. Like, no. The CEO needs to have skills on business development, running a team, that's project what you management. Be a businessman
1: that's in charge of it, not a You can't have my player. mate too, used to draw, no. like, he's oh, a good old, let me hook him up a job. At yeah. this, so
0: so I, I think this proves exactly what you were saying. Yeah. is. The, the, the amateur, amateur's too kind. The diabolical uh, nature yeah. of administration in this country is there for all to see. And the pattern's there. So we don't need to, it's not like we're being controversial about it. Just look at the patterns. Yeah. So for, for, for me, it, it's it's disgusting. And, and the South African rugby administrators, I'm talking right from Saru at the top with you, uh, the 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 man who I cannot stand, <laughs> Yuri Ru I do not know what's going on there. The ochres are shambles. yeah Right down to the very bottom, yeah. The whole thing's rotten, yeah. The, to the players, and we
1: keep trying to instead of trying to say, okay, the spring ups is the most important one, this is what we need for them, yeah. yeah. Let's not take it through to the rest. They're kind of like just throwing like throwing things around in the middle somewhere to China. it's just not going to work. But it's the old so thing, old like the This versus the west versus, yeah, it's just work together, have some unity in the country and work together. It's, and the make them, it's about the box if they can just do that. Yeah. I think all our problems will be solved.
0: But what you're saying would need, you, you know, seriously, 99% of the guys need to go. Yeah. Because it's, I hooked up my boy and, yeah. you know, the power yeah. and, and you, you know, these you, these unions like that power, the yeah. votes. If, for people don't understand the structure of South African rugby, we can maybe do that yeah, do on it. another cost. But you've you nailed it, voting. Yeah. I, I think, guys, get rid of 99% of the guys. Let's get fresh, professional, <laughs> professional business people. <laughs> Because sport is a business. Yeah, if are talking
1: about professional, um, you asked me in the week about the fly halves and who my,
0: yeah, who my pick
1: for fly half would be. Yeah, the
0: best fly half in the world. The best, best
1: fly off of in the world. Um, I think, I think it's so hard at the moment to evaluate a player independently of the team that they're playing for. Mm. I don't think we have a proper fly half anymore. Yeah, if you're gonna think back. And Dan Carter, Johnny Wilkinson, yeah. um Larkham, um Mertens. So if you think I mean if I throw Ooh. those names around like, I mean I don't even just want to throw those names around, but yeah. those are proper Rolls Royce yeah. fly hearts. Mm-hmm. They controlled a game. Mm. They um their organization, their kicking, they like I said, game control, just the way that they was they were reading the game. It was literally being a general, putting each player where they need to be. Mm. For me, that's the role of a fly-off. Yeah. Um, you don't even necessarily have to be the kicker in the team, but you have to be able to be the pinnacle point in the team. Got gotcha. you. And at the moment, I don't think we necessarily have that yeah. in a fly half. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, if you're going to look at the organizational skills, the kicking, um, game control, um, and defense even, yeah. I would say Sexton and Farrell are probably the best in that. Yeah. Um, Pollard, Probably on defense. Is, I, I think he's pretty similar to Farrell. <laughs> but then again, Farrell is the is probably the most crucial number 10 in the world for the team that he's playing in. Mm-hmm. But he can do the same at 12 as he does at 10. Got you. So he doesn't need to play fly half. Yeah. And again, that's taking away from the role of what a fly half needs to be. Got you. Um, in attacking contributions, I would put Barrett in there again. Because yeah. Barrett's just great on attack. And the, also just the way he moves through a team. Yeah. But then with new zealand you have this this problem i would call it a problem problem. where your best fly half is not playing because you've got barrett who's just a great rugby player in general he is a general so i mean so moanga is is definitely a better fly half than what barrett is got you he's got a rush defense his ability to distribute the ball um to create and find space for his teammates and then he's kicking um and he's kicking games brilliant and then also carrying the ball into into contact yeah. um, so that is probably the one player that's that fly half for me um, ne- and Australia hasn't been able to find one after Larkin and Quade, Quade Cooper's got quite all over the place yeah. so, I mean he's um, yeah, very glitzy but, yeah. um, but I think what also what we need to realise now is the key point is for me you have to have a good number 12 next to your fly heart. Yeah. Um, it's just a an, an, release point. It's just another set of eyes, um, another decision maker in the team, and um, and for kicking sp- uh, from kicking sp- uh, support, and then just a different perspective on the game. If you look at Farrell and Ford, yeah. how well they work together. Sexton isn't half as good without Ringrose next to him on, yeah, the, on yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah. And we saw, I don't think, I, I don't know if Ringrose is playing yesterday, maybe no. that's the reason why Sexton struggled so much yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then obviously you'll see a scramble for distribution. And if you look at South African rugby, we don't have any of those. Um, never,
0: oh. We
1: don't have a 12. Oh. So, Poor Pollard, and I know you don't like him, but Poor Pollard has to let you do everything. Yeah. He just doesn't get a clean ball from the scrum or from the yeah. or from the breakdowns. Um. So, what can he do? He nah, doesn't have he... a... Yeah, so, I think he's got a very difficult... But anyway, I think a better question probably would be if I have to pick a fly half yeah. to win World Cup for me, I would put Barrett in there. So are you saying
0: he's... The, so if you had to say
1: he's the <laughs> best fly
0: half in the world...
1: The, I, well, I mean, you don't have a damn part I, I, anymore. <laughs> And for Dan, I really hope health-wise he's okay because in the week, he found out that he couldn't play rugby anymore. Well, couldn't play for racing anymore. Yeah. Failed a medical test because he got a bulging, bulging disc in his neck. Yeah, um, that's be Not a very uncommon thing for rugby players. But now he wants to go back to Japan and then play for the Steelers again next season. Seven, yeah. like you know, hang up your boots at some point. I don't know. I don't want them to.
0: Nobody has enough money, buddy. I've never heard. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard
1: anyone say, "Oh, you know, all this money, I have enough of it." Ah, uh, so, nobody has enough money. I mean, so we do. We don't. If, if I have to pick a fly half, I would. I would probably still say Barrett's probably the best in all, so. the world. He's he's the guy. Eh? Yeah, so he's for my me, guy.
0: for me, I'd have to say it's Mwanga He's shown me over two years now that. He's capable of leading what I think, and uh, I may be a prisoner of the moment, but I think this is the best club team I've ever seen in my life. The Crusaders currently, is th- I think they are better than that. I really believe it because they don't have the same talent, but they're playing rugby that's from out of this world. Yeah. And that, because that team had Carter, I mean, he walked in with Mertens. Oh. Carter, McCall, Aaron Major, yeah. uh, Leon McDonald, yeah, no,
1: I mean that's
0: uh, uh, Todd Blackadder. Uh, I mean that team was Matt Hammett.
1: Yeah. Oh, it would be so interesting to see that team names. play the current um, Crusaders team.
0: Which is why, for me, I, I I agree. I think Moana is the best in the world, and I I think he's the best of an average lot. I I, I think yeah. when, when you mention names like Larkin. You know when you Terry Lacroix and uh, when you when you mentioned names like Dan uh, DC uh, Johnny Wilkinson, you know um, to, to an extent Neil Jenkins who who yeah, are, who knew, knew his, his limitations. limitations. Mertons, another level, oh. uh, but, but still you know those were, those were classic number tens. Like you said, yeah. it's a guy where I know he's at number ten. His decision making eighty percent of the time he's gonna make the right decision. So I don't have to worry about him. Yeah, forget about who's around these guys. Yeah, I know with Dan Carter is. It doesn't matter who you put next to him. He's, okay he's gonna realize we're struggling today it's all about playing in the corners yeah I, I don't feel like anyone in the world at the moment can actually do that as well as distribute as well as defend
1: we don't have an all-round of off at the moment and, and I think yeah unless you look at monanca probably the most I think he's the closest yeah but I don't think he's got the experience to win a World Cup at the moment
0: look so one thing I, I my, my reason for saying he's the best in the world is I I, I really genuinely believe Super Rugby is the sep- second toughest tournament in the world after the Tri-Nations, okay? And I, I think the speed of the game, I, I, I think if Wales and Ireland came down here, it's over. They would get toasted, because they, they don't see these type of athletes. They get the B-grade athletes. Now when you go to New Zealand and you're playing yeah. the best guys every week, you know, you know. I, I'd love to hear what people think about that, but I think Super Rugby is the second hardest tournament in the world after Tri-Nations, but but people are welcome to their opinion. Um, and I think Moana's shown He beat Barrett two years ago He beat the Lions last year It, it helps when you've got This great young coach and, no, a, and I know and
1: So I just I think he came into Into a team That really helps him a lot Yeah um, But I just do not You know Maybe starting him at 10 Give him a few starts Now in the Super Rugby yep. um, Champs No, no In the Rugby Champs Yeah um, Give him a few starts See what he does But you never But you're always Going to have Barrett there As a backup You cannot He's, he's always going to be that guy. He's so he, going to yeah. be the guy that's going to fix whatever. Makeup. He's yeah. His
0: makeup. He'll cover up the... He the, will the.
1: cover up anything that anyone does wrong. He So he's still... He hasn't had the best season. Admittedly, I will say that. Yeah. But I, I think he's just... He just he can just get it together when he needs to get it together. And I think he will. And I said it last week also. Yeah. So Barrett, yeah. For me, it's going to be Barrett.
0: And i tell you why I have to go against my man Barrett because <laughs> I, you, the, 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 like, he's generational we've never seen anything like him you know. Yeah. but really I've seen enough to say he's not my guy for Test Rugby because Test Rugby is not about blowouts blowouts anymore and, and what is, what's important is you have to be able to kick a goal and he's <laughs> shown me the last two times so the entire series uh, a lot of people blame that accidental um, offside not being given being converted back to a scrum and yeah. uh, that's not where the All Blacks lost it no. In the previous game when they drew, he missed he missed six points. But In that game, just... he missed nine points off the boot. Yeah. Ireland last year, he missed six points off the boot. I've seen enough. When it comes crunch time, I need my flower to be able to kick because, you know, Daniel Carter, the great thing about him, a lot of people just look at his all-round player, but, you know, when you're under pressure, even the, the greatest teams, sometimes there can be a momentum sweep. And, you know, when you've got that penalty and it's 45 metres out and it's on the sideline, Yeah. You know, it's it's nine nine you know, and it's raining and you're you're in, you're in Ireland, you're in South Africa, and the guy kicks it over. That makes a huge difference. And and these are now especially now, you know, is you can see the Northern Hemisphere teams are catching up. Is when Barrett's under pressure, he's for me, I'm out, I'm out. But but I tell you what, I have I have him on my bench. Him and Damien McKenzie come off the bench and they destroy. Not Damien, I'm fly off. Uh no 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 no. Fly half to play for All
1: no, oh, no, 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 and
0: fullback, no, wherever wing because yeah. what I love about Barrett and McKenzie put them
1: wing, flower not yeah. Because yeah. for know. me, you, you remember off the
0: bench is the, the it's when guys' the legs are heavy, yeah. And I don't know if there's two more ex- like brilliant guys at finding space and getting to the trial yeah. and those two yeah. with ball in hand. And I, 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 Barrett needs to move further out. It, 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 it's when he's under pressure. I, the, the, the pressure cooker nah nah yeah. it ain't working out my man you're not,
1: uh, you're not you're <laughs> you, you, he's not what's advertised in my opinion but uh, yeah so you take you, I was, I'll you take
0: Barrett I'd take I'd take I mean, one obviously my I'd love to hear what everybody else yeah
1: is. it would be really interesting too. Yeah. but if I can still probably pick Dan Carter I, I mean if Dan is to stop playing rugby now I am literally done.
0: But Vodhi, you've had, yeah, it's been quite traumatic for It's you. been a
1: very traumatic...
0: Because a lot of guys are retiring now. Dan Carter now, it looks like it could it be the like end. It looks like
1: it could be the end for him. So now, we, my Richie McCaw... Yeah, like Richie
0: McCall left and that you had to have a, uh, a uh, six-month yeah, uh, rehabilitation yeah, 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 yeah. stint. Yeah. <laughs> to get you <laughs> John Villiers yeah because John and John and uh, McCall left like a year apart or something yeah so that, that was 12 and
1: I, mean, I mean Wilkinson left before that but he was already one yeah at the yeah, yeah. start of the whole process yeah, yeah McCall and I and I have Dan Carter goes who's literally I don't know who's left for me for, I'm yeah. going to have to I think I, I don't know I don't know who I'm going to who it's going to be
0: so yeah because I mean it's it's a big part of rugby is looks of course uh, it's something I hadn't but thought about like,
1: but you know no, that I don't think of it, like the reason why these flowers are probably not good to known is like really good looking. Ah. You have to be good looking if you want to
0: be a proper flyer This is so true. If, if I was better looking in school, I would have been a better off. You
1: know?
0: Yeah, yeah. My, so my limitations were my genetics. I, I, I needed different that's, parents. That's exactly. Different parents yeah. at birth. With all due respect to both of my parents, and I could be, I could have been actually a decent rugby player. Yes. And I think I've never thought of this. Yeah. So guys, if you're out there and you're and you're a get cosmetic surgery because it's the only way and also yeah so i think so I'm, I'm sorry to hear that but he
1: yeah i no, i'm gonna have to look i only is, is, is he the next heart sex symbol the, yeah yeah, yeah he's still very young so he'll still be around for he can still life. grow into that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think i'm gonna yeah i think i'm gonna go so is, he,
0: is he the next heartthrob because I mean, you, you've lost me. the whole i've
1: lost no i've lost a whole like spill. there i mean i also lost my chances around the villiers when I was at school still, yeah, I was um at the, <laughs> I was at sports science for a um for fitness tests and things and and as we got up, my mom like, "Do you know who was just sitting next to you?" Yeah, I was like, "No, who was it?" Because I was just being like daily blighter myself. Yeah, and she said, "No, it was you on the video." So I was like, "No, yeah. I can't deal with this anymore. And I can for me. And yeah. it wasn't married at that stage. He was wasn't married. Perfect.
0: No. So you missed your chance. I and missed my chance.
1: And I missed my chance. I missed no. my chance. With him. Obviously, I was my chance with Dan Carter. I missed my chances. With Richie McCall. Yeah, Richie McCall married
0: right. the, the hockey captain. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Oh, no. You,
1: no, I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, it, it's I'm going to have to...
0: Okay, so the secret is when you see a rugby player for the first time, marry know them.
1: Know who they are. Yeah, know who they are,
0: marry them. And if you're a fly half, be better be looking. Be better
1: looking. That's, that's, I think that's what you can take out of today's podcast. This is... This is <laughs>
0: everything else we've spoken about is pure nonsense. Yeah. Huh. Vodhi Miller.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Could have been you and John DeVillis. I could have been and John <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hope you have an amazing Sunday. Um, Please let us know your thoughts. Um, Please let, give us interesting topics that you want us to chat about. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, we're going to yeah. run out of ideas. So please, yeah. <laughs> please send us some stuff.
0: No, this the, Listen, there's plenty happening. And um, so we've got more content coming out this week. Vodhi uh, uh, and myself will be speaking to two people. Who are outside voices, so that it's not just uh, our voices. Remember, in the future, we will have guests coming on uh, to obviously give a third a third opinion and obviously just uh, seeing things differently. And then, but this week we will have some interesting content coming out, so look out for that. So subscribe to from the Bleachers FTB TV on Instagram and uh, from the Bleachers TV on YouTube and Facebook and look out right. for more content the Verdy Miller episode 2 yay yes
1: man. would <laughs> love <last>. yeah <laughs> l-
0: <laughs> you, i
1: can go take a nap that's it you and John De Villiers.
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man